Thanks for checking out the Tennessee Holler Podcast, the flagship podcast of the Tennessee Holler Podcast Network. Subscribe to and support the Holler at www.tnholler.com to help us fearlessly yell the truth about Tennessee. And be sure to subscribe to the growing family of Holler Podcasts while you're there. You can also follow the Holler on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the TN Holler. Tennessee. 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 Lord, I've really been real straight. Let's bring in Rep. Jason Hodges to talk about things that are not related to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, Jason. What's your, what's your, you don't have a hyphenate last name. It's not like Taylor Hodges or anything like that. No, but it's a more memorable doing. Should I, should I <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you should add a third name. I think so. I think you should add a third name. People will remember you. Uh, it's politically. It's politically, it's, it's advantageous. How you doing? Doing good. How about you? We're good, man. You you don't have to, you don't have to weigh in on this Marjorie Taylor Greene stuff, but do you have any thoughts about it since it's happening right now? Well, I mean, I think I would be on the, the side of voting to strip her of her uh, committees. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you just you can't you, you can't say the things that she said um, and, and continue to to serve, uh, especially on an education committee, something like that. Right? Just, it, it reminds me of I mean, the education committee part of it reminds me of how Rep. David Byrd was chair of an education subcommittee. You know, with all that stuff going on, I mean, what committees you're on matters and, you know, it sends a signal, right? Sure. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about what you're here to talk about, which is uh, something positive. Uh, You were written up for these bills that you have. One is capping the cost of insulin. The other is transparency in medical pricing. I know that the insulin one you had last session and Matthew Hill was a co-sponsor, so there was bipartisan support for it. Matthew Hill, may he rest in peace. He's not dead, but he has been primaried and he's gone. So do you have anybody on the Republican side with you on the insulin bill? And what does it do? Well, so I haven't found out yet. So we'll see in a little bit. And, and so last session, it did pass a subcommittee. And then obviously COVID uh, uh, kicked in and they were only hearing um, COVID-related bills. So so it got killed. So we brought it back this year. And what it does is is it caps uh, the price of insulin at $100 for a 30-day supply. And so the reason for this is, guys, to manufacture and get insulin to the end seller. So to, to manufacture it and ship it to Walgreens to sell costs the manufacturer between 6 and $7, right? And so they're charging people up to about $350 for a vial of insulin. Uh, some people are insured, so some people pay a lot less. Um, so they might not always see that, but but they're paying it. Um, they're paying it in premiums. They're paying it uh, regardless. And people that are uninsured are, are being forced to pay the full price many times. Um, and so, you know, uh, a diabetic could need three, four vials a month. I mean, so you could literally be paying up to $1,400 a month uh, for, for, you know, a $28 product uh, for four vials. Um and, and that's just absurd. There's there's absolutely no reason that the prices went up this high. Uh, the synthetic form of insulin, the, the form we use now, has been around since, I think, 1982. Um, so, you know, if you were making the argument that it was due to R&D, um, 
like a new drug that, that you spent a lot of money researching and developing this, okay, you know, you, you might you might be able to make an argument, but this this drug's been around forever, um, and and it's only recently uh, really started skyrocketing in value because we're down to three manufacturers and and they conveniently raise prices at the same time. Um, so, so Jason, let me ask you, yep. who could possibly be against something that seems so obviously the right thing to do? Who Who's going to be pushing back against this? Yeah, I would say stay tuned because there'll be people pushing back against this. So, And who will those people be? Yeah, so so last year, um, one of the, the pushbacks in committee was that, that – um, you know, we believe in, in free market uh, values. And, and, and I, I've got to tell you, and I said it then, I, I believe in the free market too, right? Um, when, when I go buy a 65-inch TV, the free market works. But, but the difference is that free market, that TV is a want. I want that TV. I don't have to have that TV. So if the price isn't low enough for that TV, I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to go home. Um, and so the example I gave there was, was this is a need. And and think of a bottle of water. If I tried to sell you a bottle of water right now, Justin, for $100, you'd laugh in my face. But if we were in a desert and both dehydrated and on the verge of death, you would give me everything you own for that bottle of water. Um, and that's what these insulin companies, that's what these pharmaceutical companies are doing to their patients right now. They have them on, you know, in a desert and are crushing them because they know they're going to pay whatever to stay alive. Uh, and, and that we, we've got to, we've got to, um, putting into it and, uh, we'll, we'll see how, how it goes in, in, uh, uh through the subcommittee and, and hopefully pass to the committee process and, uh, hopefully all the way, but we'll see how that goes. Well, I think that you're making a lot of sense and, you know, there's going to be a lot of lobbyists that are against you. And I also think what you're saying applies not just to insulin, but to all healthcare. Sure. So, you know, and that's something that I, I remember asking of Matthew Hill right after your press conference with him. And he didn't have a great answer for that. I want to show a quick clip of your committee meeting last time just to get your thoughts on it. Before I do, I just want to say, looks like Marquita Bradshaw is watching right now. And so shout out to Marquita Bradshaw for, for watching. And thank you for what you did. Uh, let's. This is a clip that I'm going to pull up right here, Jason. This is from a committee discussion on uh, the last time that that you brought this bill up. I'm, gonna, I'm hoping this is the right clip. Hang on. Yeah, this is it. All right, so this is the last time you brought it up. I'm an insulin-dependent diabetic. It's going to definitely shorten my lifespan dramatically. But I'm also a free market capitalist, and I don't believe in the government interfering in the marketplace And for the most part. Government steps in, which is kind of the— So, so this guy is—he depends on insulin, but he doesn't want— the government to step in and help people who depend on insulin. How do you have a reasonable discussion about something like this with someone like that, who, by the way, I'm sure is totally fine with the government stepping in when it comes to abortion, marijuana, all kinds of other things. Like how do you have a rational discussion with someone like representative Tim Rudd from Murfreesboro who needs this to survive yet doesn't want to help people who need it to survive, to have access to it? Yeah, uh, if if I knew the answer to that, we'd be passing a whole lot more bills up here. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I, it's tough, right? And and I think we just got to keep chipping away. And and I think when people see this right here, um, 
hopefully they'll they'll be calling and, and um, encouraging their legislators to support this, um, you know, because it's overwhelmingly supported. Right. I mean, the general public supports this in a, in a major way. So, um, you know, if the public will will hold their their legislators accountable, it should pass. Um, and that's that's what we just need to keep doing, just keep pushing on this and chipping away until the public forces uh, uh, these guys to do the right thing. All right, Cassie, if you have any other questions on this one before we move on, I want to get to your other bill. Uh, but also tell people what the number of the bill is, Jason, and they should call their reps and force them to support this one. Sorry, yeah, I, I didn't have that handy. Hey, Sarah, can you get the bill of that number real quick? <laughs> we can, we can probably find it. We definitely <laughs> tweeted it. so We'll definitely post about it for sure. Yeah. Um, there was just one thing that just kind of one comment I've watched, um, you know, at the federal level, I've watched like pharma executives be grilled by, you know, members of the house, et cetera, on, you know, why prices have gone up on, you know, insulin, various other medic, like life-saving medications. And a lot of times they, they can't answer as to like, is, well, is it, you know, is it now more expensive to produce? Is there something in the lineup that like changed to make it now this much more expensive, like hundreds of dollars, sometimes more expensive than, than it had been in the past? Um, you know, adjusted for inflation, and they can't answer that question. It's just pure profit. So I think I'm, I'm just, I just also want to echo the fact that I'm really glad that you're putting this legislation forward. Thanks, it's ma'am. so necessary. It's 451, House Bill 451. House Bill 451. We got that from Rep. Tori Harris. Beat you to it oh, in the comments. Thanks, Tori. Thanks, Tori. Uh, yeah. Well, so that I, I think that that sums that one up. You know, that's the insulin bill cap it. It's going to be lobbyists that push back against it we'll see the discussion in committee we'll post the clips of that you'll see it happen and uh but but people should support jason's bill and then the other one which is along the same lines uh tell us a little bit about the uh price healthcare price transparency bill yeah so essentially what it says is just that that all medical facilities in tennessee will start posting their prices and and so one of the arguments that we hear from the right um, and from Republicans is is free market, free market will reduce the cost of health care and so on and so forth. And, and so um, this is a bill that, that generally should be supported by the right then, because you you can't have competition if people don't know what they're paying. Right. And so if, if I go to Walmart and, and buy an apple, um, I know if I'm getting a good deal at that apple on that apple, because I know the price at, at Kroger's they're they're posted there. So let's do the same with health care. Um, Let's let's have them post prices and, and then doctors can actually compete. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see where that bill goes. But I, I think it'll it'll say a lot to whether we're we genuinely want to see competition um, mm-hmm. in, in in the medical practice or not. Because, again, uh, uh, you know, I can't make an informed decision if I go to my doctor to get a physical and, and I don't know if the doctor down the street is cheaper or not. What seems to end up happening, though, with this issue is a lot of times doctors don't know what things cost until after the fact. Right. So, you know, it it seems like your solution is pointed at the front facing stuff, which absolutely we need it. But does it need to be paired with like other things, you know, behind the scenes and what they're charged and or will if you do this, will that sort of force everybody in line? 
Yes. Yeah, so, so this wouldn't this wouldn't uh, include hospitals and emergency facilities because because you just can't do it there. Like you said, right. I mean, the bottom line is if, if, uh, if I have a ruptured appendix and, and, uh, I'm in an ambulance going, I'm not Googling on my phone to see what the, the cost at Centennial is. And then say, Hey, turn around and take me to, you know, uh, Baptist or, or wherever I, I like the price of Vanderbilt more. Um, so, so there's just, there's just some ways and, and that's, part of it, the point of this bill, right? Medicine is different from other free market products. It's, it, we can't possibly treat an apple the same way as we treat, um, a, a ruptured appendix. That's, that's just the bottom line. It's not going to happen. Um, uh, you know, when, when you're, when, when you're in an emergency situation, uh, you don't have the ability to, to shop, uh, and, and so, um, but at a doctor's office, what you can do is, is post prices of, of, you know, uh, what a physical costs, what the vaccinations cost, what this costs. And to be honest with you, so France did this, right. Um, and as you know, France has universal health care, um, uh, a government plan and private doctors. And so the government said from now on, the doctors have to start posting their prices in, in the way it works in France is your healthcare is covered, but the first hundred, hundred euros, you have to pay up, up to the first hundred euros you pay up front. And then you end up getting that money back from government, you know, 90 days later, 120 days later, something like that. What they found in France is even though you're getting that money back and you're not actually paying the people still shopped because if they could go get their physical for 26 euros instead of 40 euros, that's 14 euros they keep in their pocket that they don't have to mess with. Um, so if, if that's working there, why, why couldn't we, we try it here with, uh, with non-emergency uh, medicine? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, and I'm sure Cassie will have plenty of thoughts about this too, but you know, all of these things are, you're dealing with reality, right? You're dealing with the situation that we have and trying to make it better. Uh, but it seems like the bigger picture here is that, you know, these are not conversations that we should be forced to have in the richest country in the world. When, like you mentioned, we have universal health care in every other civilized country. And I guarantee you, nobody in these other countries is sitting around going, should we still have universal health care? Should we still have everybody covered? So, you know, it speaks to a bigger problem of, you know, our broken health care system, but in the meantime, we do need to make sure that, you know, we, we make the most of what we have. And here in Tennessee, these are ways to make things a little bit better, even within this broken healthcare system. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, and there's no doubt, a, you know, a, a government uh, option for insurance would be uh, ideal uh, if we could get that done. Um, <clears throat> universal healthcare just in general would be um, the right thing to do. Um but we're, we're unfortunately not there yet. And, and so we've got to keep navigating, at least at this level, um, the, the current system that we have and, and trying to make it better for everybody. Right. Cassie, the- Cassie, go ahead. But Jason, in the meantime, we do need the bill number for this other one too. So if you have that one handy <laughs> or Tori, if you're out Representative there, Tory Harris, hook, hook us up around. with the bill number. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel the same way. It's like it's there's just only so much you can do in Tennessee with, you know, just being in the super minority. And I think that these I mean, these bills would be a great way to, as you said, just navigate within the system that we have to make things better. And to, you know, I mean, so many so many people in, in our state have diabetes. This would have, I mean, that first bill would have a massive impact, um, you know, just on our communities. So I, I hope that, do you know if they have more, I know that, you know, th that first one was co-sponsored with Matthew Hill. Are there other Republicans on the Hill that have um, spoken about supporting the, this legislation, either one of these bills? Yeah, I haven't done my my tour of door knocking yet and trying, <laughs> trying to uh, build up co-sponsors, but um, hopefully I'll, I'll be starting it next week and hopefully I'll be able to uh, uh, inform you guys that we have some, some Republican co-sponsors. Well, the Great. other part of it is, you know, we need to know who's on the committees because that's always the first stop for these things. So let us know, you know, who is on the, the subcommittees and committees that this is going to be going through. And, you know, that's usually the best places to apply the pressure early on, at least. And then if it can get through those committees, then then we can deal with everybody else. Yep. Sorry. I don't know if you guys yeah, can hear that. Now, we do have, you know. Um, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene just got stripped of her committees, by the way. All right, go ahead. Oh, great. Well, good, Breaking. good news there. <laughs> um, so, I, I, you know, I, I would venture to say we will have some some Republican co-sponsors as well. I mean, you know, um, uh, there were several very supportive of it last session and understood the the importance of, of uh, lowering the cost of insulin. Um, so hopefully we can get that done. All right. And then before we get you out of here, and again, thanks for joining us on this thing. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about one thing that we watched from you. This was a while back, but we never really got you on here to, uh, to talk about it. This was during the protests. You, you had something to say to, uh, I forget who was in the well, who was, who were you talking to? Do you remember who this was? Uh, I, I completely forget. Was it Lambert? Cause you seem to be, yep. you always have something to say to Lambert. Here's, here's what you had to say during the protest. You seemed to, to not worry about protesting when, when we as white people uh, show up to our capitals with AR-15s. Um, but when black people show up with signs, it, it just seems like all of a sudden we want to pass legislation to stop protesting. And so that's just a little concerning to me. And maybe that's why the protesters are out there in the first place. Boom. That was a great clip. That was one of the most watched videos on the holler. Uh, what was what was it like around the legislature after you said that? And what is it? Do you guys ever talk about this stuff? You know, not generally. Um, I, I, I'm, I don't think some of my colleagues liked uh, uh, my statement, um, but, you know, um, the truth hurts sometimes and, and uh, <laughs> just got to got to keep putting it out there. And, and you know, um, I'm, I'm not one to shy away from saying what I think. And, and um, generally, that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to um, speak my mind and, and you know, it, it'll be OK. We're, we're all we're all grown here so <laughs> well, we appreciate that you do speak your mind and uh this is rep jason hodges out of clarksville uh we got we have a clarksville holler up there too the at clark's holler on twitter and it's clarksville holler on facebook cassie do you have anything else you want to say to representative hodges before we let him go here <laughs> well just when you said uh truth hurts it's it would be great if you, you could drop some lizzo right after that and then just like walk out yes. pretty pretty dramatic <laughs> absolutely absolutely well appreciate right. y'all having me absolutely we'll see you soon